Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Welcome to the Soul H2O Radio and Podcast Show, Month of the Mother Series. I'm your host, Sherry Stahl, and I couldn't be happier you joined us for Episode 144, Don't Fumble the Baton. Part 4, the final in this group of shows focusing on mothering. This week features an interview with my sweet friend and returning guest from Episode 2, Get Along Girls, Danielle McCauley. Danielle is an author, podcaster, speaker, and TV host. She'll be sharing insight on how to pass on your faith to your children while having fun. Download one of the Soul H2O journal pages to record scriptures mentioned during the show and look up verses later. We'd love to hear how it impacts your heart. Find them on today's show notes at soulh2o.com slash 144 with scripture graphics, information about our guest or anything else mentioned in the show. So let's dive in to today's Soul H2O devotion and get refreshed. The weather is starting to stay consistently warmer, so I think it's safe to say summer is close at hand. Whenever the weather changes and warms up like this, I want to get outside and exercise. Last weekend, Todd and I took part in the Dave Muncie Foundation 100K for a Day Walk. We walked just five kilometers out of the 100-kilometer walk, where there were different people walking each interval of five kilometers, with just a few walking the entire distance in honor of police officers and firefighters who have lost their lives. We were walking our portion of the event with our friends, Heather and Jason, in honor of Vu Pham, who had his life taken in the line of duty. It was a relay of sorts, just without the awkward baton passing. Passing the baton in a relay race is a super difficult thing. So difficult that the U.S. men's Olympic 4x100 relay race team has been disqualified 13 of the last 41 Olympics or world championships they've been a part of. They're starting to get a reputation for fumbling the baton, yet never as bad as the women in the 2019 world championship 4x100 relay team from China. Their fumble was epic. In the Bible, there are lots of stories of people who passed the baton of faith off well and recounting of others who just didn't get it right. I'm reminded of an article I read about the relationship between Moses and Joshua, where Eric Geiger said leadership is a temporary assignment. He went on to say it's a temporary assignment because leaders do not ultimately own the teams, ministries, or organizations they lead. They simply steward what the Lord has entrusted to their care for a season. Wise leaders embrace the temporal reality of leading, and they prepare the ministry for the future because the assignment is fleeting. Developing others for leadership is an essential responsibility of a leader. Moses understood the temporary nature of leadership and the necessity of succession. Moses personally selected and invested in leaders. Moses was a great leader because he trained Joshua well enough that when he died, Joshua was able to finish the task Moses was given by God and led the people to walk through to the promised land. Moses passed the baton off well to Joshua. Early in scripture, God made it clear that passing faith from one generation to the next was seriously important. 
God puts a huge responsibility on the parents to be the baton passers to their children. This message is first told in Deuteronomy 6, 6-9, and repeated in Deuteronomy 11, 18-21, when it says, Fix these words of mine in your hearts and minds, tie them as reminders on your hands, and bind them on your foreheads. Teach them to your children, speaking about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Write them on the doorposts of your houses and on your gates, so that as long as the heavens are above the earth, your days and those of your children may be multiplied in the land that the Lord your God swore to your fathers. It's our responsibility, our privilege to be the ones who take the faith that we have in God and package it in such a way that our children would see the value in a relationship with God. Not an easy thing these days, but a goal we should all strive for, that we don't fumble the baton. Have you ever wondered what goes on behind the scenes at Joy Radio? Well, the wait is over. I'm Holly Taylor of Good Company. And I'm James Curtis of The Drive. Subscribe to our Joy newsletter, Living Joyfully. And on the second Tuesday of each month, you'll gain exclusive access to powerful testimonials from fellow listeners, inspiring news, opportunities to serve, and much more. Staying connected to Joy Radio has never been easier. Subscribe at joyradio.ca and become a joyful insider. Joy Radio. Wherever you are. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Danielle McCauley, who first became well-known for her food blog with yummy recipes, is now an author, speaker, podcaster on The Married Up Show with her husband, Dan. She's a television personality on A Better Us, the marriage television show. Danielle's written three family mealtime devotionals, a woman's book that we discussed on episode two, and now a companion Bible study book. Danielle's passionate about her Christian recording artist, hubby, Dan McCauley, her two boys, Keaton and Brayden, and about helping women grow in their faith. Danielle's also passionate about donuts, Hallmark movies, and the spa. Welcome back to the Soul H2O radio and podcast show, Danielle. (laughs) Thank you for having me, Sherry. Yes, I'm sorry. You know, we are not beside each other, so I can't offer you a donut. That's okay. (laughs) You took the words out of my mouth. I said, too bad we didn't, you know, be, you know, we couldn't be in a room together and just eat donuts and then go to the spa after. That would be ideal. Ideal And then watch a Hallmark movie when we got back home from the spa. My dream day right there. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. A day with you would be a dream day. It's been too long. So, But this is pretty good too. This is a good runner up. This is a good runner up. So um, you were my episode two guest and I think people might not know it was called Get Along Girls. And um, you were actually my first interview though, because we had to move things around. So you really helped me break in the Soul H2O radio show. So thank you so much for being on here again. That's crazy. I forgot about that, but look at you now. You've been, how many episodes are we in? Did we say? 144 episodes. Yeah. You go girl. That's awesome. Yeah. Lots of fun. So, you know, all about podcasting. (laughs) Yes. Well, and last time you came, 
you only had one book and it was Mm -hmm. actually, I know the title was Get Along Girls because you were just about to release your Mm -hmm. second book, um, which is Why Can't We All Just Get Along? And that was Mm -hmm. the topic for episode two. But now you created a companion Bible study for that book. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, okay. So we all hate saying the P word, the pandemic, but Mm -hmm. I'm just going to say it really quickly only because the silver lining of that horrible time that we all went through um, was that, you know, I walked into the pandemic with just two books or almost two books. And I walked out with five because crazy we had the time. I, what else was I going to do, but sit in my home and eat ice cream and, and write books. So books, um, videos, you did video for online Bible studies with the just We did whatever we could. You know, I actually um, had a pastor recently say to me, you know, speakers during that time, we, of course, our first um, option was we want to be out ministering to people face to face. But think about when Paul was stuck in prison, he would have much Mm -hmm. uh, rather been preaching and going out and sharing the good news and doing what he felt like he was called to do. But instead, look what was the result of his time in prison was stuff that we're still reading today. Yeah. And it's impacting our life hundreds of years later, thousands. So, um, so there, there was a silver lining to that. And so, as you said, I started out with my first, um, family mealtime devotional and ended up with three of those. And I know we're going to talk about that later, but, um, quickly the, the real reason I really kind of started writing was this message that God, um, very strongly put on my heart and wouldn't let me get rid of. I'm sure you've had that feeling before where you're like, okay, let's put it off. Let's put it back there. Maybe that's not me, but God was relentlessly pursuing me to tell the women of the church that us being united is important, that we are a powerful force when we can truly get along. We're a powerful force for the kingdom. And, and, uh, you know, John says, um, in God's word, it says that, People outside the world will know us by how we love one another. Mm-hmm. And so we're good girls in the church. We, we hopefully are. We don't have cat fights and we, you know, don't, <laughs> uh, we try to get along as much as we can. And we talked about that in, um, in that first, uh, episode that you aired. But, um, if we're honest, we have stuff going on in our own hearts that is lurking around that maybe we'd like to pretend isn't there things like jealousy and insecurity and unforgiveness and bitterness and maybe comparing ourselves to to each other or competing and so that's what that um that book why can't we all just get along and then the bible study companion um called the get along guide it's it's god's word and and showing us how we can truly um have confidence and build our own confidence so that we can go cheer one another on truly um, and unite. And so that's, that uh, came out during uh, just before the pandemic and then the Bible study and then two other family mealtime devotionals after that. Yeah. Incredible. Like that's hard to believe, but you're right. You are like Paul in prison. You were pretty that's much what it in felt prison like. there. Yes. Uh, locked down. 
And you use that time so wisely to actually get things written that can change generations. And that's what this show, this episode is all about. Don't Mm -hmm. fumble the baton. Talking about passing on our faith to the next generation. And sometimes parents find that really hard because we think, you know, they're, they're little, they don't understand all the things that we do. They come to church and it might be confusing to them, uh, you know, a lot now. There's some great Sunday school teachers. There's great uh, kids programs, but really the responsibility is on us parents, Mm -hmm. isn't it? Exactly. Yes. And so you created this series. So what inspired you to actually create this? Yeah. Well, I mean, before I was an author, I was a mom and I was a mom looking for good material to get into my kids that they would be interested in that would hold their attention. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I Sherry, you know, one of my kids, I have a legit diagnosed ADHD kid (laughs) who barely even sits down at the dinner table. He's kneeling or standing half the time. And so I only have this much time, a little bit of time to really um, get things into him that I want to make sure are important. And obviously God's word is important um, for us because as you said, no one else is going to do that job. Not Mm -hmm. the once a week Sunday school teacher, definitely not the voices of this world, even more so they're crowding in on our kids, the voices of this world saying, this is the truth and this is my truth. And You know, I just heard a a story in the news the other day about um, a famous Canadian who was sharing the truth, God's truth, and he had to be, he got shut down and booed by a crowd and had to go be re-educated of what the truth was. And I'm just like, this is the world today. And we need to make sure that our kids aren't hearing other people's truths, their truth, they're hearing God's truth, you know, like Mm -hmm. Someone just because someone says an apple is blue doesn't make it blue. That's yeah. Yeah, that could be their truth. It's not the truth. And so ultimately, we need to go to God's word and and what He says goes. You know that. Yeah. Um, and so, so I was that's just a mom. Okay. Yeah. And so we have to break in here and just we'll come back after the commercials and talk more about this subject about passing on our faith to the next generation. Danielle McCauley from episode 144 and my music pick song for the Soul H2O radio and podcast show is Win With Love by my husband, Dan McCauley. Take your favorite radio station with you on the go with the My Joy Radio app. Listen to live shows, catch up with past episodes, and stay connected with Joy Radio 24-7. Download our app today and never miss a beat. The My Joy Radio app, available now. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. We're back from the break with author, speaker, podcaster, and TV host, Danielle McCauley. Danielle, I would love for you to share with everyone uh, your favorite Bible verse or one that really speaks to you lately. 
Yeah. Um, you know, this has this has spoken to me lately and also for many years. Um, so Psalm 32, 8 says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. And the Lord actually gave me that verse um, right before my oldest, Keaton, was born. And it has been, I put it in a little frame on his nightstand. It sat there until he's almost 15 and it's still there. And um, it's funny, our our pastor, when we were dedicating him, also pointed out the next verse, which says, don't be like a horse or a mule who needs a bit and a bridle mm. to, to steer it in the right direction. And, you know, over the years, I've quoted that to Keaton and especially the teen years as of late, like, don't, don't <laughs> be like a stubborn mule. Um, and you know, I've found in my own life, I've needed that too. And uh, in another version of that verse, it says, I will guide you with my eye. And you know, when as a mom, and I know you're a mom, um, <laughs> Sherry, and when your kids were little, maybe, you know, when you can just give them a look if you're out mm -hmm. somewhere and you don't want to scold them, but they're doing something wrong and you just give them like this glare, like they know what's up. And it's because they know you and you know them mm -hmm. so well. And I can't help but think, you know, I think that's what God was saying when he says, I'll guide yeah. you with my, don't let it just be a nod that from me that you need, or a, just a little gentle look, not a big nag and a, and a yank. Um, and I love that verse because even though the Lord gave it um, to me for my son, he's given it to me over and over and over for myself to keep me on the path close to him so he can guide me with his eye. And I think, you know, one thing, if we're going to see, you know, direction from his eye, it says we have to be looking at him. Yes. You know, so yeah. we can't be distracted and doing other things. It's like our eyes need to be on him in order to get that hint. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah. definitely different kids respond better to those eye <laughs> yes, I do in different moments. Yes, you're right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, now, normally on the show, I get people to share, you know, a Bible study tool and tip, something that they use in their personal life. But really, these books came as a result of your personal life and how you and Dan wanted to do devotions with your kids and get them into the Bible and in really fun ways. Yeah. So I want to talk all about the, you know, the next bit about these three books, this trilogy mm -hmm. of books that really help parents and grandparents to share their faith with their children and grandchildren. And so, um, they're just incredible books. I, I definitely, oh, thank I'm, you. I, I think they're so fun. Um, what ages are these books targeted to? Yeah. So I would say anywhere from maybe four or five, all the way up to 10 or 11, but really you make it, you know, your kids and you can make it and mold it into what you want and what they need for that particular age. So they're super quick. Like I said, we know they have short attention spans. They all start out with a funny kid quote, something that a kid has actually said, you know, when you are, uh, when your kids are young, I know my mom said, you got to write down everything that they say, cause you won't remember it. Well, this is kind of like that because I use so many of the funny things my kids have said, and then we turn it into Bible teaching. And so many of these devotions just came out of our own life, our own experiences, our stories, and the things that I want to make sure that my kids know about the Lord. So some of them are just really practical and others are about God's character and who he is. 
And um, there's also at the end some really fun memory making things that families can do around the table to to just build their relationship together. And then at the end, I leave some, because I'm a foodie, you know me, I leave Mm -hmm. some really yummy um, and easy family-friendly recipes that you can eat around the table. That is so good. It's just a well-versed book. Like it, it really hits so many different aspects of our lives and our family life, even with the recipes, because you're you are a foodie and your <laughs> recipes are usually easy to make, but delicious. So, you know, it can help parents out in so many ways, this book. Um, I just think, you know, some of the quotes from your kids are absolutely hilarious. And I know it's not all <laughs> from your kids, but could you just maybe share one of them? Cause I want to, you know, give people a teaser of like, to understand this is not your boring Christian devotional <laughs> yes. book for your kids to share with. This is something your kids are going to love and laugh with. Yeah. I always warn parents just a little bit. I say, you know, we we have some potty talk in here. There might be the word like fart or poop or something that you normally wouldn't say around the dinner table or want to say, but we're just going to say it anyway, and we're going to turn it into Bible. And I couldn't help but think, um, you know, my husband, Dan, who's a, a musician, he goes out and he actually does a funny things kids say song. And the one that stuck out to me when you asked, like, share one, um, it actually says, mom, when you get to heaven, this is a kid, you know, thinking, wondering about this, asking his mother, I will say this wasn't me. This wasn't mm-hmm. my kid. <laughs> he said, mom, when you get to heaven, will you be able to jump on the trampoline just a little bit without wetting your pants? <laughs> and a lot of the moms laugh in the room and he's always like, don't laugh too hard. You'll give yourself away. <laughs> um, but just as an example, you know, like we talk about um, Brayden when he was two, I took him to the nurse because he was sick and he told the nurse, when I eat boogers, I get a cough because I had told him like, don't do these things. It'll make you sick. And and he was fessing up. And we always joke in our family, you want to talk about boogers? We'll turn it into Bible. And actually that devotional, um, we talk about cause and effect or the biblical um, words for that or version is sowing and reaping. That everything you do has a good, a positive outcome or can have a negative result. And so that's that's what we do at our house. We turn boogers into Bible and, <laughs> and we have fun doing it. <laughs> Oh, well, there's just so many great lines. You know, I know your kids, but people will get to know your kids as they read it. Oh, yeah. And I'll find I, out how crazy we are. Yeah. And it became <laughs> such a family, uh, you know, uh, program that you guys, you know, Keaton's involved, Dan's involved. Yeah. And I just want everyone to run out and get copies of this. We have to end. This has gone so quick. But Danielle, thank you so much for being on and uh, inspiring us to actually share our faith with our kids. Thanks, Sherry. Love ya. It's my challenge for you today to start thinking of creative ways you can share your faith with those younger than you. Think like Danielle and get out of the church box to make studying the Bible fun and sharing your faith as natural as hugging your kids. Don't fumble the baton and neglect to pass on a love for God and His Word to your children. Let the love 
ooze from your relationship with God, so it causes them to want what you've got. From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for the Month of the Mother series. I hope you enjoyed episode 144, Don't Fumble the Baton, fourth and last in the Month of the Mother series. Make sure to check out the show notes for scripture graphics, information about our guest, and links to anything mentioned on the show at soulhuo.com slash 144. I hope you're going to share this episode with your friends and family to spread the word about Soul H2O. Until next week, I'm praying you stay blessed and refreshed. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.